This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 64, Drop It. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Does your puppy ever get something and they don't want to give it up? Maybe they clamp down on the item and they might even run from you as you approach. Today, I want to talk about getting your dog to drop something that they find really valuable and I want them to do it willingly from their mouth. So if you need help with a basic drop it, please check out our online puppy school at baxterandbella.com. We'd love to help you with that. But today, we're going to talk about those items that your dog gets that are novel, that maybe we don't want them to have, that they don't always get to have. So most of the time, a simple drop it is enough for our dog to let go of something in their mouth, like a toy or a chew that we've regularly practiced with. We teach them we always trade up, which motivates them to release an item when asked. But these items like paper, paper towels, food wrappers, pine cones, socks, or any other item might be a bit trickier. So by default, just so you know, canines can have a natural tendency to protect what is theirs. And if it isn't properly managed, this tendency has the possibility to turn into unintended and maybe competitive aggression, which is oftentimes referred to as resource guarding. Now we don't want that. We want to teach our dog that he doesn't need to guard something that whenever we approach, it's fine. So today let's talk about some helpful tips to get your puppy to release things willingly. First and foremost, please do not give the item attention. This is often the first mistake dog owners make. And I understand that some items might be alarming and there is a need to get it back quickly, but the more attention you bring to the situation, the more likely your dog will view what they have as valuable and they'll probably want to protect it more. So do take mental note that your dog has something you need to get back, but do not look at or talk to them or the item they have. Instead, I like to teach my puppy a game. I love games and it's so fun to incorporate these into training. So I highly encourage you to make everything a game. Whenever I approach, I teach my puppy to feel excited that I'm coming. They look up in anticipation of what I might be bringing them and they often forget about the item they had in the first place. So to start, let your puppy choose something they do not overvalue. So something like um, a Benabone or a Kong or something they get regularly, maybe a chew toy, like a squeaky toy or something. Remember, we always try to set our dogs up for success and anytime we introduce a new training game, we want them to win and win easily. This will help them want to keep playing. So as your puppy is chewing the item, I want you to walk by them without looking at or talking to them and stay several feet away if necessary because we don't want your puppy to feel tense. We want them to be completely relaxed. If you notice as you do these uh, exercises that your puppy starts to get tense or they hover, or they look at you with the whites in their eyes, you are too close, I need you to scoot back. So from the appropriate distance as you walk past, toss a small pencil eraser sized piece of cooked turkey or cheese or something good right between your dog's front paws and keep walking. I don't want you to look at them, I don't want you to talk to them, I just want you to toss the yummy food item and walk past and repeat this at least five to six times, maybe more. Now the goal is we want to get your puppy to look up at you as you approach. At this point, they are anticipating you're bringing them something yummy and we want them to be excited about it. If needed, you can use several different types of food rewards. 
that can up the motivation. When you get a very clear look from your dog as if to say, cool, here she comes, then you can move on to step two. Step two means that we walk past, we drop the treat, like the cooked turkey, but this time I want you to pick up the chew that your dog had, set it right back down again, and walk away. So we're adding the small step of touching what they had, but we're giving it right back and we're still leading. If you move to step two and your dog starts to tense or they look nervous or threatened, then you've moved on too quickly and I need you to go back to step one and repeat that step until your dog is giving you that look of excitement. So when picking up the item is going well, we can move on to step three. This involves walking to your dog, feeding them that food reward, picking up their item, replacing it with something better. Again, I always upgrade if possible and then walk away. So keys to success with this would include always keeping it at a level your puppy feels comfortable. We don't want to reward any tense, stiff body language or growling. Please note that when your dog growls, it means they feel threatened and it's their way of asking us to back off. They found the item first and they want to let us know it. So if this is your dog, I need you to start from a further distance away in step one so that none of this is happening as you walk by and toss that treat. We definitely don't want to reward them for being tense, stiff, or growling. Um, we need to change our food reward to something our dog really loves and then increase that distance away from them, uh, which will really help with this process as well. But be sure of that timing that we don't reward the behavior that we're, you know, that tense, stiff behavior. We really want to reward the, oh goody, here she comes behavior. Now, once your puppy is really great at all three steps with objects that they don't guard, you can start to practice with items of higher value. Now, safety is always our number one priority, so keep distance and work at a pace that your dog can handle. If you have any fear that your dog may bite or snap or get overly protective of what they have, please call a local trainer to come assist you in this process. Now, the nice thing about this game is it teaches your dog to feel differently about people approaching when they have something that they really, really like. So it also leads to better cooperation when they find something that they shouldn't have. It does take time, as does all training, right? In the meantime, it's super important to manage your situation and we wanna prevent your dog from getting things that they shouldn't have. So use closets, cupboards, closed doors, uh, use gates to block off rooms, use the crate, the pen, or a leash to keep your dog away from things that they may like to get and not particularly want to give back. Then aim to practice the steps that we talked about today on a daily basis until you can start to leave these things out and your dog will leave them alone or at least readily give them back to you, right? I always pair this training with a really good leave it and a really good drop it. So as I'm teaching my dog all of these behaviors and working through these steps, I am managing my household and environment to prevent my dog from getting things that I don't want them to have. Now, keep a chart and list items that your dog likes from low to high. This will help you as you go through this process. I always start with the low value item and I go through all three steps before moving up the ladder. Um, never be afraid, you guys, to go back in the training if you need to. If you, you know your dog's having a hard time or you're struggling or they're struggling, if you recognize you moved on too quickly, simply just go back to step one and start over. It's totally fine. Now, inevitably, there will be emergencies, right? Like as we talked about just a second ago, we are managing, but there will be times when your dog gets something that they're not supposed to have. So I always have an emergency plan. For these times, I keep a bag of boiled chicken or cooked roast beef in my freezer that I can pull out a few pieces when needed, go place them on the floor a few feet from my dog, 
And when they go to eat the meat, I pick up the item they had and I put it away. Again, I'm not really giving any attention to what they have. I'm making a mental note that, oh, I need to go get such and such away from my dog. But I'm not really getting excited or looking at them or talking to them or staring at the item in any way. I'm just simply getting something to trade up with. I'm replacing it for the item that they did have. And we move on. So the less you react to what they have, the better. This will help prevent them from feeling the need to hurry and swallow it or run off with it. So the more you can do these little exercises with things that they don't necessarily guard, they will learn the game, they'll learn the process, and then as we start to up the value of the items that they're chewing that we ask them to release as we walk by, these emergency times will fade away and your dog will readily give up whatever they have when asked. They just know that whenever you approach, it's always a good thing. Again, with that emergency handful, grab the emergency item, the food rewards, walk past your dog so they smell what you have. You're not looking at or talking to them. Place it on the floor a few feet away from them. When they retrieve that food, then you get the item back that you need. So reward them for any good behaviors that they give you. For example, if my dog looks up at me, I mark yes and toss them a food reward. You don't need to be right next to them. You can stay your distance and see if you can capture their attention, but reward them when they do offer you attention. The grass is usually greener on the other side, right? So this game helps your dog feel excited to see what you have, and it takes the attention off of the item we want back. So this makes it so that you'll be much more likely to get that item back. Now, pairing this training with a drop it is something every dog needs to learn, and the concept of not bringing attention to the item your dog has that you want back is something every owner needs to realize. I hope this helps. Feel free to reach out with any questions you may have. As always, we'd love to help you train your dog in our online puppy school. We teach live classes, courses. I do weekly Q&As. I hope to see you inside soon. Happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me. 